This is a Founding Media podcast. This podcast episode is brought to you by our friends Traverse Legal. They were super helpful as we started Founding Media and the podcast network. Traverse Legal has been changing the way law is practiced since its own founding in 2004, with a focus on utilizing technology to better deliver IP and business law services to founders, startups, and emerging growth companies. Traverse Legal's latest offering, Traverse GC, provides a monthly fixed fee, fractional general counsel offering to companies. Learn more by visiting TraverseLegal.com. Welcome to the Positive Influence Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bancroft. On this podcast, we talk about how influencers got to where they are today and have them share helpful tips and stories in a positive way. This week, we're sitting down with food blogger Kelsey Kennedy of So Much Life. Her blog is chock full of great recommendations, and she's a great resource for all things Austin food. Let's hear more from Kelsey. Um, we recently got connected because you just kind of meet all the different influencers in Austin. Um, but I don't know like your story very much. So I was super excited to be interviewing you today. Um, so how did you get started with your blog? How long have you been blogging? All that. Okay. So my account is called So Much Life, but that's a shortened version of this old blog I had many years ago. Um when I graduated college, I started this little, like, tiny blog just for my family to follow. It was called So Much Life to Live. And I remember I started it because, um, you know, in college, everyone's like, it's the best four years of your yeah. life. And, like, it's so much fun. And this is, like, as good as it gets. And I I was like, uh, hell no. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's I was the same way. There's so much good stuff up ahead. And I'm, like, so excited to see what happens in the rest of my 20s and 30s and 40s. Like, I just, I feel like life has the potential just to keep getting better and better. And I feel so excited about that. So it's a very cheesy little name, but I called it so much life to live because that's like <laughs> how I felt about life. And I did that just off and on, like for a couple of years, um, like 2000, I guess it was like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was like, you know, five people read it. It was like right. my mom and like my best friend. <laughs> um, and it kind of fizzled out. And I started grad school at University of Texas and like just didn't have time for it. But I always missed blogging and like I just wanted to start it again. And I feel like that's it's always been my um, creative outlet. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's just it's so much fun and it's so fun to meet people. And um, I love writing and I love photography and like it's, it's just so much fun. So I wanted to start something again. So two years ago, exactly. Um it was the very end of 2016. I started my food blog and I wanted to start blogging just because I missed it. Um, and it's so hard to think of a blog name. I'm yeah. sure you can relate yeah. to that. Like, coming up with the name is like the hardest part. Um, so I just took my old name and then shortened it. So, mm-hmm. so much life. Um, and my my account now is food and lifestyle blog. So I feel like that name fit it well for what I wanted it to be. Thankfully, the domain was available. So I like yeah. snagged that, snagged all the social media handles right away um, and started writing about what is most 
organic and comfortable to me, which is the Austin restaurant scene, because that's where I spend a lot of my time and money. (laughs) And I love talking about food and sharing food recommendations. Um, I mean, that's just my favorite thing in the world. So it was a very natural organic fit for me. Um, So it's been about two years now that I've had that account. Nice. Okay. Tough question. What's your favorite restaurant in Austin? Okay. I always have a follow-up question to that because (laughs) it depends on time of day, part of town, um, dietary preferences, you know, like there's a lot. So like just pick, um, let's say for a meal, which meal are you talking about or type of food? Dinner, downtown. Dinner, downtown. Right now, oh, you know what? It's probably going to fairground. That's kind of a a cheat answer because there's like five restaurants. But that's where I love to take out-of-town guests because then you get to experience like, you know, Contigo. And Mm -hmm. Emmerin Rye is probably my favorite restaurant in the city right now. So you get to go to Henbit and try some of their food and Easy Tiger Pretzels always and forever. Amen. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I probably take my friends there the most, like out-of-town guests. Yeah, Yeah. nice. If we're downtown. So you said that, like, you know, it depends on which part of town and what food. So I went and looked at your blog, and I Mm -hmm. hadn't, like, really dived in. Yours is so well organized. If I ever need to go and get food, I'm going to your blog. It is, like, you can go and pick time of day and what restaurant in Austin. Like, it's the easiest thing I've seen in Austin. I'm serious. Like, any other food blogger. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, why haven't I found this sooner? It is Thank easier you. than anything. Thanks. Um, it, it was a hot mess for a while there. Yeah. So about a year ago, I actually hired a website developer. Okay. And she went in and like organized it all for me um, because I didn't know what I was doing. And I wanted it to be something where people can easily find. Because yeah. I don't know, people will be messaging. I'm sure you get this all the time too. Mm-hmm. Like messages on Instagram like, hey, I live in... Minnesota, I'm visiting Austin this random weekend of March. Where should I eat? And I'm just like, uh, I, what do you like to eat? Where are you going to be staying? You know, yeah. like, so I wanted to have this reference for people to be able to go and like, it, it is so helpful. Day, you should be like pushing that more because it is so, yeah. I was like, wow, I had no idea. Um, well, glad but, you like it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so you said you hired a web designer. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you doing before then? Just kind of, did you teach yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I just taught yeah. myself, um, you know, trying to figure out the whole WordPress thing and all yeah. that. And not a super tech savvy person. My yeah. husband is way more than I am. Okay. So like, you know, but blogging is not his thing at all. That's my <laughs> thing. So I feel like collectively we like figured it out. Yeah. But um, I don't feel like it was a very user friendly website before. Mm-hmm. So I made a financial investment to hire someone right. to do it for me, which so I I love reading books and I read the book essentialism. Um, have you heard of that? I, I'm blanking on the author's that. name right now. Um, I wish I could think of it, but the book is basically about finding the few things that you're good at and trying mm-hmm. your best at those and then outsourcing for other things instead yeah. of trying to go an inch deep in every direction, everything. go a mile deep in one direction. So wow. I decided web development is not my thing. Yeah. So I'm going to hire someone else. And it was scary because it was a big you know, financial yeah. investment, but it paid off and I'm so glad I did it now. That's, so how did you find, so I, I tried to have someone cause I was not tech savvy. I did my own, but like it's with a theme and mm-hmm. I mean, simple to use. Yeah. And when I went and used someone, they totally wrecked my site. Oh my gosh. Like changed the, um, the, oh goodness. the URL like pattern or whatever. And I what? didn't, it was when I just moved back from Australia and I didn't realize, and it 
for a month, I had no traffic, zero. I had gone from like, you know, 20,000 to nothing because they had messed it up on Pinterest. I know. And so like now I'm terrified to even try. Yeah. So where did you go to find? (laughs) I'm like so scarred from this. I started just with like, I think it was Thumbtack. I I basically put um, my, um, I I basically just did like a random search for anyone in Austin and got so many people reaching out saying that they were interested in in taking on this job. And a lot of them were not good fits for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, how I found um, Madison, the, the girl who did my website was just like good old fashioned Google search and like just dug through a bunch of reviews. And I still feel like, um, you know, just a written review is a really good way to find out about someone if for sure, you know, if a dozen people said she designed my website within the last couple of months and I love it and it's working well, then I feel like it's a good per- person to consider. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. That was how I found her. Just Google. Good to know. Just a Google search. <laughs> I don't know what I, I think I Googled, but clearly not very Sometimes well. it's hit or miss, I, unfortunately, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, um, cool. Well, so when was the first time like you were like, oh shit, I'm really doing this. Like, like what was your biggest first success that you really celebrated? Um, okay. So I, well, I guess what seemed like a big deal to me at first that I was really excited about now is like, okay, that Kelsey, yeah. that's not. <laughs> but I feel like right at first is being invited to restaurants, yeah. which now I realize like it doesn't take very much to get yeah. into a restaurant really because everyone lo- loves free publicity right. for their place. But at the beginning, I was like, this is super cool. For you sure. know, people are giving me free food. How yeah. awesome is this? I love eating. So this is like right up my alley. Um, so that was fun for a while. But then um, the like very most significant thing that's happened since I started my blog was um, I got a book deal six months ago. So it was about right. a year and a half after I started my blog. And um, it's I'm still I actually have to submit it all to my editor by this Saturday. So Ooh. like after this, I'm going to go. I have three restaurant visits today and okay. um, a lot to do this week to wrap it all up. But it's going to be released in September 2019. Awesome. And that is just like the the coolest thing to happen to me so far. Um, I feel like writing a book is kind of the the thing that a lot of bloggers have as like yeah. an end goal. Like that would be awesome to land a book deal yeah. at some point. So that felt very validating to have yeah. a publisher reach out to me and say, we love your writing style and your photography and we're looking for someone to write this book and we want you to do it. So yeah. that was just like yeah, definitely the coolest thing that's happened for in sure. the blog world. Can you, are you able to tell us more about this? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. I can. Um, <laughs> so it's called Austin Food Crawls. Okay. And it's a neighborhood food guide to Austin. So okay. kind of like Basically what my blog does. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Um, it's just going to be a, a full color paperback book. So the type of thing that both locals and visitors can like pick up and carry around town with them. Um, and it's fifth, or 14 chapters. So each chapter is wow. its own neighborhood. So mm-hmm. if you're in, you know, Mueller or downtown, town or Bolden Creek, you know, wherever you are, you just find that chapter and I'll have about six to eight recommendations for where to okay. eat. Um, combination of like fast, casual, high-end dining, food trucks, breweries, that's super tacos. Cool. There's like a, a bonus food crawl at the end. That's mm-hmm. all my favorite breakfast tacos in the city and best barbecue. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll hopefully represent the Austin food scene well for people who just want to like you know branch out they're tired of eating at um 
the same old place every yeah. time. And they want to, like, experience the Austin food scene. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're doing that all on your own, basically? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I'm doing um probably 80% of the photography. Okay. I have a photographer that I work with, and she's doing some of it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the writing is my own too so thankfully awesome. i'm not doing the layout and design like the that the publishing a house lot. is a whole team that does that <laughs> and i'm so thankful i don't have to deal with that yeah. so i i send it off to them this weekend and then for the next nine months it's in their hands while they do layout and i'll be involved in that process too mm-hmm. but most of my work will be done by the end of this week that's super cool i'll have a life back so again. How, how long have you been working on this then um they reach out to me in may Okay, so, so it's that's been, been a quick. Six, it has been quick. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been quick, but not really because I've, you know, been eating in Austin for True. like six years. And so a lot of it is just like building from my experience of eating yeah. in town. So I kind of knew like how I wanted to organize the book and the places I wanted to include, mm-hmm. you know, based on like years of being here, yeah. not just like, okay, six months, that's let's awesome. go out and start exploring, yeah. you know. Google's best restaurants. Right. <laughs> I mean, it works sometimes. Yeah. So. It does. <laughs> That's awesome. So with blogging as a whole, kind of what has been one of the biggest challenges for you? Biggest challenge right now at this stage of life is just finding the time to get it all done. Mm-hmm. It's not my full time job. I I'm busy in lots of other areas of yeah. life. And so um and I think that's more often the case. I think there are a couple full-time influencers, um, but it's it's hard to do it full-time yeah. without some sort of income supplement on the side. And so um, just having the time to, to do my regular job and mm-hmm. find the time to have... Um, you know, the get the creative juices flowing. I, I guess right. it's not really finding time to get the work done, but it's finding the time to have rest and let my brain yes. like recharge and figure out what content do I want to write for the upcoming year and like all the planning. And um, I find, find that that's the hardest part is just feeling like I have enough rest yeah. to be creative. Yeah. Does that so make do sense? You, yeah, that makes sense. I, I do the same because yeah. I'm not full-time blogging either yeah um so do you plan you were saying you're planning how far in advance do you plan out your content you know do you use it is there a tool that you use that's really helpful or are you more like I'm like the the person to ask about that because I don't plan very well I don't have a planning tool except for like yeah (laughs) (laughs) my um you know my calendar yeah like that's I have a a calendar that's just my like personal work life, a calendar that I share with my husband mm-hmm. for like home life and, you know, appoint- appointments we have to let each other know about. And then a calendar for my blog life, Yep, you know, where I'll do like restaurant visits and whatever yeah. it is that I have going on. And, um, you know, in a good month, I have everything planned out like four weeks in advance. And I feel like those are the months that I just feel most in control and organized. And I'm like, okay, I'm producing great content right now. I feel so good and confident about these blog posts that I'm publishing and like everything feels in order. And then the last six months with this book going on, I feel like it's just a miracle for me to like plan a day ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm <laughs> like, like one day at same. a time. I'm like, I can't even... Yeah. Right. So it changes week. depending on the season of life. And this just happens to be a busy season. Yeah. So I just haven't been as organized, honestly. So yeah. That's but you're writing a book and that's <laughs> super badass. So that's super cool. Um, so what's your favorite part of, you know, blogging and and getting to try all these restaurants, working with brands? Um besides this the book. is like super cheesy, but friendships that I've built. I mean, that's yeah. just like the cliche, like cheesy answer. But I didn't think that that would be something that I would get out of blogging. Right. Honestly, I thought that I would just 
eat tons of great food. Mm-hmm. And like that would be, <laughs> which is great. Like right. that's way high up there. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. And I love that. Um, but I didn't think I would actually form real true friendships. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, so I started blogging like basically right when I, right before I got married, like a month mm-hmm. before my wedding. And so I didn't have any of my blogger friends at my wedding because I didn't know any of them at the time. But now, like, two years in, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish, like, I had known all of y'all back then and and you had been at my wedding. But now there are these really close friendships where I've been um, going to, like, other people's weddings and parties and, like, traveling around Texas and doing road trips with them and, like, true friendships that I wasn't necessarily expecting to come out of all this. And that's, like, truly the, the best part of it. And that's what makes it super fun. Um, and I don't know, I feel like that makes it substantial. Like, yeah. Makes me want to keep going with it. For sure. You That's know? a good point. That's not anything like something that I ever thought was going to come from, from blogging. Yeah. But that's like awesome. in the end, that's really what matters, you yeah. know, the friendships and like who you're spending your time with is yeah. what matters more than anything else. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm really thankful that that's happened. And I think it's nice to have someone that, um, like you can kind of relate with because this is a weird industry I know. and to be like you know so the things that you want to complain about or like talk through yeah. you can't necessarily do that with someone that's not exactly. in this world which yes totally it's been really nice to like make a lot more blogger friends and just be able to be like yeah this photo like blah uh-huh. yes <laughs> or this brand like ah yes but, oh my gosh all the time yeah. yeah you need someone to complain with that's <laughs> for sure speaking of yes. what's what's like the your least favorite part of doing or being an influencer, doing the blogging, that kind of thing, if Um, there's one. Least favorite part is when, um, I would say, and I would say I'm guilty of this as well, but, um, it's really easy to get caught up in like the gossipy complaining world. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's talking about a brand or talking about, oh, our lives are so hard because we have to whatever, yeah. post all these pictures. You know, like whatever yeah. it is that we're complaining about, the Instagram algorithm is like yeah. messing up our lives again or something crazy like that. Um, and I think it's good to like talk about it with someone who understands and like complain about it a little bit. But my least favorite part of social media world is when that becomes the only thing that people talk about. Um which has happened all the time when I'm going, yeah. going to an event or a party or whatever it is. And, like, for three hours, that's the only topic of conversation. Yeah, is like that's not fun. how much Instagram sucks or something. Yeah. And I was like, well, I really want to talk about something else now. Let's <laughs> Please, move on. anything. Yeah. So um, I, I am so thankful for the Austin influencer world. And I feel like in general, it's just such a kind, supportive group of people. Yeah. And, and there's not a whole lot of gossip and backstabbing and like it's just a really friendly group so in general like that's that's not a huge deal to me at all yeah um it's it's mostly just been like a really kind supportive group there's just occasionally certain conversations where I'm like I'm so tired of talking about whatever it is I want to move on yeah um so I don't know that's such like a tiny insignificant thing to say is like the biggest deal to me so not so not very much like there's not very much I don't like about it (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, what would be your biggest advice to someone just now starting out? Um, biggest advice would be look at what you want to do. So whatever sort of account you want to start mm-hmm. or small business you want to start, whatever it is. And especially if it's blogging, influencing, Instagram, yeah. make sure that you're willing to do it for zero money. <laughs> 
for at least a solid year of your yeah. life. So <clears throat> basically, are you willing to take on a part-time job that'll take at least 20 hours of your week and not get paid a dime for it? for a while because I think you have to have that sort of a love for it whether you make money faster than that or not right. but I think you have to have this like mad love for whatever you're yeah. going to put out there and be willing to do it for free for a short term like yeah. love it enough to do it for free yeah um and make sure that you feel that way about it versus saying I'm going to start this because I'm going to be famous and rich yeah because if that's the goal that's never going to work it's out. never going to work out yeah that's awesome that's really good advice actually um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on yeah. and, um, maybe tell them where they can follow you. Yes. You absolutely okay. should. Um, my, um, my website is so much and mm-hmm. all of my social media handles are one word, so much life blog. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Thanks Chelsea. Yeah. This was fun. Thanks Good. so much for having me today. You're welcome. Just talking with her makes me hungry. Thank you again, Kelsey, for sharing your story with us. As always, we will have a link in the show notes to Kelsey's blog so you can read more about her and her recommendations. The Positive Influence podcast team includes me, Chelsea Bancroft, producer Mariah Gossett, and audio engineer Jake Wallace. Thank you everyone at Founding Media for your support. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And maybe leave us a review on iTunes to help other folks find the show. Thanks for listening.